Make It So So, a podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. Today we are talking about Beyond the Farthest Star, which is the first episode of the animated series from 1973. The Enterprise finds a derelict ship while orbiting a dead star, and something on the ship may still be alive. Dun-dun-dun! But first, I'm Newman. <laughs> hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. So, uh, who wants to dive into first impressions? Uh, Dan, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, the animated series is what Star Trek should have been. Okay. Wow, okay. Did not expect I that. Le- <laughs> I legitimately liked this, and I feel cool. that now, now that I've seen it, all of the live action is nonsense that couldn't quite capture what this did. Okay. Wow. High praise from Dan. I like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Beth, you want to? Um, sure. I was, so I, I watched the episode twice in preparation for the podcast. I will mm-hmm. say the first time I watched it, I was not a fan of the episode. Okay. But on the second watch, it, def- it grew on me a little. I think if this is representative of a series as a whole, it's pretty okay. So... Mm-hmm. I, it has a very, I mean, it has a very similar feel of the original series, which makes sense because it has a lot of the same characters and writers and directors and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it similarly moves very slowly, but what's cool about it is that the animated series allowed them to take risks and show things that they weren't able to do in the original series because of casting constraints and, you know, budget constraints and things like that. So, right. um, yeah. My first impression is that it's very, this episode in particular was very okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never seen any of the animated series before, so it was pretty fun to get to do this one. Um, so I'm looking forward to kind of, kind of watching some more and maybe we'll do some more mini episodes and review, review some of those for, for all you listeners out there. What about yeah. you, Newman? What'd you think? Yeah, I really felt the same way as, as both of you. Um, I had not watched any of these, um, I had always heard about this show, but never mm-hmm. really cared. I guess I was too like of a like a snob or something to like really uh, the animated series. You know what's funny is <laughs> I saw it pop up on Netflix like several years ago, yeah. and I thought it was new. Like I thought it was a right, new right, right. thing, and it was the same way. I was like, ah, I don't know. I've got busy watching yeah. TNG. Yeah. Who I would have I would have thought it came <laughs> out in like the like the nineties or something. Right, right. Yeah, I thought it was like because they were rebooting the movies. Maybe they released this animated series. Um, I was very, which wrong. would be cool, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was not the um, case. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I did like it. Um, I wouldn't call it fantastic or like great, but I did enjoy it overall. Mm-hmm. Um, quick little history lesson. So this, this show almost didn't happen. Uh, there was originally supposed to be a second live action series, um, mm-hmm. or maybe a movie in the mid seventies. Um, well, so far- you mean like a second live action as in yeah. not, to follow another season right like to follow the original series there's mm-hmm. going to be huh. like a another series um yeah but that kind of fell <clears> apart <throat> um so roddenberry was able to kind of establish a budget for a cartoon um and he was oh, able to do okay. what you guys said about you know um introducing strange aliens or ships they couldn't really have the budget for for a live mm-hmm. action the animated series kind of did that um See- Everything I read seemed like Roddenberry was against this whole idea. Well, I was going to get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. So, that's fine. Yeah. so he um, he did kind of <laughs> abandon this show rather quickly, and he was kind of barely mm-hmm. involved in it um, past the initial planning stages. 
Um, he didn't really touch hardly any of the show. Um, mm. There were 22 episodes. I think um, I've read something about that, but I don't remember why. Do you remember why he abandoned it or didn't like it? Was there something um, about the media? I couldn't or the find. Way? I couldn't find that. He was a guy that just well, had constant ideas always going in his head. I yeah. think to him, it felt like a step backwards. Mm-hmm. So much to the point that when licenses were negotiated for like Star Trek novels and T-shirts and stuff like that, he left the animated series out of those contracts. So for like 30 years, this show was non-canon. Like it didn't count. And like, yes, you, you did read that. Couldn't yeah. write about it in like the Star Trek encyclopedias, or you couldn't mm-hmm. reference it in other episodes, even though showrunners kind of slipped it in from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until the late two well, thousands that the official Star Trek website started to recognize the show as canon. Well, also, I would imagine uh, it took a while for just animation in general to be taken seriously. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too. Yeah. Uh, and this on, probably happened before that. Right. I did read online that this the show was nominated for a, a daytime Emmy, but it was nominated as a children's series, which I thought was right. so interesting. Which is definitely and not really a kid's telling. show. <laughs> yeah. it's, no, it is not yeah. a kid's I mean, it's not violent or anything, no. but it's definitely not a kid's show. Right. Um. So I think it just didn't have a category to fit into right, because exactly. there were no other, I mean, adult cartoons haven't been around all that long right? Um, and right. have not been popular all that long. So that, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, it I would, also read, and yeah. maybe you can correct me on this too, Newman, sorry mm, to interrupt. Um, it seemed like uh, Star Trek, a TOS original series, uh, you know, it was, it was expected to do much better than it did and then it supposedly didn't do very well i read online and i don't i don't know if this is true if that the way they calculated kind of the ratings and stuff was super off and they actually misjudged how well it was doing when they mm-hmm. decided to cancel the show and then um realizing quickly after the fact that they made a huge mistake the cartoon kind of like came into place because of that or that's one of the reasons why it it like got the green light to go because the show yeah. actually was doing much better than people were perceiving it to be doing. Yeah, I mean, uh, when it was canceled, for sure. Like, I don't know if it was necessarily doing as good as like butts and seats, seats in front of couches, like that night that it it mm-hmm. it aired. But like, it was it was the first show of its kind that like people wrote letters to like the studio, right. like you know, started fan clubs. Like, it was the kind of like, well, not the first, but one one of the first fandom shows, like that mm-hmm. kind of, you know only only caught fire after the show finished um right kind of like kind of like a firefly nerd firefly. You know, yeah. You know? um, <laughs> so yeah i, I mean I, <laughs> I think the animated series was a way to kind of say like here's some more but the problem mm-hmm. you know roddenberry was so fickle with all of his projects that mm-hmm. i think it could have been even better than what it was instead it was just a season and a half and kind mm-hmm. of one of the seasons like only a, had like six episodes yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, it was very um, short. So I think it's once again, I think it's kind of like I, I don't really I respect Roddenberry for his vision and his like overall Star Trekness, mm-hmm. but I don't really respect him as like a showrunner or as a um person person in charge. He's, he's of kind a, of a scumbag. Kind of yeah. <laughs> you can't be good at everything. Right, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but just like the way that he treated his projects, I think. And um mm-hmm. I mean my my definite era of of Trek is definitely post Roddenberry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some who, who, sure. who don't my, feel that way. My, my yeah. ill-informed mind sees this series mm-hmm. as the closest to what I imagine was in Roddenberry's yeah. mind. Yeah, and yeah. that's totally fair. Yeah. And yeah. all the live action stuff was a bullshit yeah. Hollywood like try yeah. with not enough budget to come close. Totally. That that was a big struggle for him to make that show. But day at the by same day. time, like he he seems to, to not be a big fan of this, so right. I don't want to give him that much credit he, either. Yeah, he, he's he's very hard to pin down. Um, I mean, this is the man who also made Andromeda with Kevin Sorbo. You know, I have never seen so, that, so I don't know. Yeah, what you're talking about. <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> but I'm yeah, also he's, not super interested in seeing it. Yeah, his. So I'm just going to go ahead and stay <laughs> and in the dark about that. That's fine. I mean, his. I mean, you you did throw in a sorbo, right? Right. And, I mean, <laughs> but no, his that his generally I- says to me waste of time. His ideas were just oh. all over the place. I think like like his lifestyle, like like his mind. So mm-hmm. I, I think Star Trek would have been even better if he would have been able to pin down his ambitions early on and really like go for it. You know. Yeah. But yeah, we got twenty plus episodes of a of a cool cartoon. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting, too, is, I mean, it spawned off what became the larger universe of Star Trek, which is now this huge phenomena. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. Multiple, multiple series at one point, multiple series on the same time with, you know, at least, you know, six, seven seasons each. So, I mean, right. While the TOS and the, you know, animated series had their drawbacks, it definitely was enough to spawn this huge, like, cult following. Absolutely. you know, cultural phenomenon yeah. that it is today, which is really exciting because totally. I, I love it. So. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Can we cool. talk about the theme song? Okay, yeah. Let, let's just yeah. let's just let's just dive into the to the. I like episode. it. Do you like it? It was bonkers. Well, it's, it's like weird. a it's, so, it's like a it's, take it's, off so of the show. You know, it's like it's a, no William Voyager Shatner theme song. doing spoken word, <laughs> which already terrific. Yeah, and then halfway in. It switches to this like upbeat. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing I could picture this song being in mm-hmm. was a car dealership showroom. Sure, yeah. For like the like newest that. Chrysler, right? And it was like, <laughs> like, like halfway cheesy, halfway upbeat, and just like I don't know, I don't know, I, I couldn't quite place it, but it was positive, yeah, and fun, yeah, and a little bit ridiculous. Which mm-hmm. totally sets the tone for mm-hmm. the show, right? It's a. It's not any more ridiculous than the Voyager theme song. Well, it's not. I mean, it's it's you know <laughs> they're not. It's like apples and oranges, right. really. Yeah. But yeah, oh. it's like a it's like a, a like a remake of like the old live action series theme. It's like kind of like mm-hmm. different notes and places. But yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The, the weirdest part is that it starts out super serious with right. Shatner, right? Mm-hmm. Just like I mean, if you got to start something, might as well be with Shatner. I mean, right. that's that's his thing. <laughs> that's right. I get you know it. what I mean? Um, Weddings, anniversaries, exactly. baby showers. Start yeah. him with Shatner. Absolutely. That's the that's the, the takeaway message. Um, <laughs> and and just to segue into the actual episode, um, it starts off what I thought was really funny. Um, it was the captain's log and you hear mm-hmm. Kirk talking and their, uh, their mission is star charting, but yeah. he says it <laughs> such like a funny way. Like, 
You know, start like start. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't notice that at all. I oh, thought yeah. that was a pretty, pretty normal thing to do. But I, it, it's just like they're we're explorers. We're, we're going to the farthest reaches of known space. And what are we going to do there? We're going to star chart. It just, it just yes. sounded funny. <laughs> That's um, what you do when you go to unknown space. <laughs> and, um, and do they since, have to go to the unknown space to do that? I feel like you can see stars from pretty far away. So like they want to be there. I mean, they, they want to feel it. You know what I mean? Um, do they do they have warp at this time? Oh yeah, yeah they got yes. Warp. They oh, go well, to warp then, yeah. in the episode. Yeah, then, yeah, then they can travel way farther than they can see. It's yeah. all good. It, it fits. Now since <laughs> no this, flaws yet. Yeah. Now since this, this show is a twenty-two minute runtime of actual cartoon footage, um, mm-hmm. not not counting intro outro, um, the episode mm-hmm. pretty much starts up right away because you know they don't mm-hmm. have much time yeah well, um, no, the pacing is so it's good crazy yeah yeah it is the, the episode ends like maybe seven or eight seconds before the credits roll yeah it's so good there's no downtime which, which is great it. yeah like all... there's a little downtime in the beginning but yeah it's well that, the yeah. end that's, definitely that's, moves yeah. that's the weird thing it's kind of a slow burn like mm-hmm. uh-huh. this is definitely a cartoon not for kids in a time where only right only kids watch cartoons absolutely mm-hmm. which you could call that like a misjudgment on the creators or just maybe forward thinking i don't know what to call it but it was super slow and it felt like they were stretching out scenes a lot oh they were oh yeah mm-hmm. I, I have to just mention like as like a, a a general thing there's so many like looks that the characters give like back and forth yes like <laughs> oh see I would say the exact opposite. Okay. I counted. Okay. And there are only three facial expressions right. yes. in this episode. But they're used Kirk, so many. <laughs> Kirk furrows his brow twice. Uh-huh. And in Uhura, Uhura mm-hmm. does it once. Okay. That's it. That's awesome. Everything else is blank faced, which I get because like when you think of criticisms of the early Star Trek, you think you know shatner overacting yeah the cartoon just erases all of that right that's true that's a good so point. <laughs> it's perfection yeah, yeah. but like there, but a- there are so many scenes where like spock like looks over his shoulder and then back to like the screen then looks over his shoulder oh, again yeah. then back yeah. to the screen it's like there's fun filler like like that and i thought that was that was great which is so interesting for but, only a 22 minute show exactly of which it's all animated right so like they're just yeah. drawing they had like two are. frames staring into the there distance. are seven minutes of action yes in yes. 22 minutes of show yes, right for right. sure but for yeah sure. it doesn't feel like a lot a lot of, a lot of dead time it's it's pretty cool but it feels and no i really actually liked it yeah because it felt like it was building tension and yeah. suspense and intrigue i i it was. legitimately liked it yeah can we talk for a second about how cool the ship was that they found so well yeah sure okay let's, let's just let's star just charting. Let's, let's dive right in yeah. so yeah. yeah the crew is star charting mm-hmm. and they come across a uh dwarf star so yeah. a star that has died yes is that yes. a dwarf well, star? Well, ju- I don't just 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 to get us to there mm-hmm. oh sorry they're 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 charting and then they start getting pulled toward a dead star by right. hypergravity yeah okay yeah yeah yep. okay cool go, yep. go ahead yeah uh what and they once they start getting pulled 
in, they come across another ship that is orbiting the star. Although getting pulled in is causes a problem, and, but they end up resolving it, right? Like they end up they, uh, leveling off and going into orbit they around like the star. They go faster towards it and then kind of mm-hmm. like slingshot. That's what they call it. Ah, uh, that's around right. Slingshot. To kind of orbit that. Yeah. 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 Well, right. that, not, that'll come back in handy later. Yeah, not yet. Do that again. Yeah. Right now they're just being oh, pulled well, into orbit. Well, right. right. No, but, no, but they, 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 don't, use, they don't want to be. But then they what? eventually figure out that the what? only way to survive like crashing is to slingshot and go slingshot. faster. Kinda. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Anyway, so, so we okay. just talked they, about so nothing happened. They reach they, orbit. We can't remember they, the details. They try to go reverse thrust and okay. not be sucked into orbit. Yeah. And they eventually say, "Oh, we can't. Okay. We're just stuck in orbit." Okay. Okay. Fair That's okay. where the story kind of begins. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So they come across a derelict ship Mm -hmm. that is also orbiting the planet. And this ship is really cool. Like, this is definitely a situation where the creators got to be ultra creative and draw things that would be difficult to build a set or prop for. And it's this wacky... How do I describe it? It's supposed to be insect hive-like in nature. Um, And it has all these big pods with connected by what look like tubules like uh tentacles maybe mm-hmm. um and yeah that's what the ship looks like it's all kinds of different colors but yeah, ha- yeah it's supposed to be a very biologically inspired looking ship so it's got hexagonal yeah portals and windows and stuff which you know are reminiscent of honeycombs and beehives and things like that so, right pretty cool i thought the ship design was actually really neat no it did look yeah. awesome it act- yeah. It mm-hmm. did look pretty cool and interesting because once again, this is the best thing that Star Trek has put out so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, I would like to point out. I I apologize. I have to point out some flaws. That's fine. In nineteen seventies animation, in the please do. <laughs> in the six to seven minute mark, there are two ridiculous errors in animation. Really, hmm. Kirk, while leaning forward, they give him like a, a, a little. Pr- a halfway close-up shot they give him two left arms oh nice oh that's awesome I didn't so he, notice ha- that. he has three total arms in one in a, in a frame of the of the show okay wow i think i i don't i think they like drew him as though he were sitting back in the chair and then changed their mind oh, nice. as though he were sitting forward <laughs> so and i i have to give credit to some random imdb person for pointing that out okay but I, I freeze framed it and is totally three arms oh i might check this out also uh at at the uh i believe it's the six minute mark uh, uh scotty is missing legs <laughs> they show his torso <laughs> from the belt up and then just 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 ignore it. That's there's nothing below awesome. there. That's perfect. You can Actually, see through and there's just a console or something. Yeah. Not necessarily this episode, but one of the things I found online that the animated series is known for are color problems. So sure. there's several people and things throughout the series that are, that are animated in like pinks. Like, and the part of the reason is because the director, um, was colorblind. Oh, wow uh how Ooh. what is his name strange career choice yeah to... he had a color color um perception problem huh. so like he didn't pick up on those and i don't know why the animators would not know this or not know that things were pink 
So there's a there's a bunch of stuff online that you can find where there's color discrepancies between between episodes or between uniforms or there's one in particular where they uh, make all the trebles or triples um, uh-huh. instead of being brown they're like pink. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of that stuff online for all you you know. I used to the love that stuff like like uh, in like old like turtles cartoons like sometimes yeah. like. <laughs> Like Mikey would have like a red one instead of like instead of like his color. Like, that's just yeah. that's just funny. But no, yeah, I'd love that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Stuff. So mm-hmm. that's fun. I didn't realize there were yeah. there were problems in this particular episode. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah. we are so, we are we are locked locked in an orbit that we do not want to be in. Right. Uh, we find this derelict ship, and I don't remember how, but they determine. That the owners slash creators of the ship mm-hmm. lived 300 million years ago. Yeah, which is a very so long is that time. Right? Yeah. That seems like <laughs> yeah. a long time. I think how they figure that out, doesn't Uhura intercept radio signals and she can, like, date them or something? Is that how she she did it? I don't recall, I but don't I believe remember. you. I'll take your word for Probably. it. Because I know when they... So they, they eventually beep down to... um. Investigate they go to the ship. Yeah, they investigate the ship yes, to this mm-hmm. derelict ship. Right, yes. I believe that's when Uhura calms them and says, "That's the age." I could be wrong, but I think it has to do with the radio signals that they find. Probably, sure. I don't know. They I don't know like enough pretty... to dispute that. Yeah. So sure. <laughs> um, well, they've also determined this is like a very far advanced yes. society. Yes, yes. So their technology is way above even what. Right. Uh, is it Starfleet? Yeah. Or is it just Star Trek? I don't know Starfleet. what. Starfleet. Yeah. Is yeah. Starfleet a thing in the original Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, okay. They're way beyond yeah. Starfleet technology. Right. Uh, even oh, though yeah, they, it hasn't they do been say, touched for 300 million years. Right. They do say even more advanced in reference to Spock than the Vulcans. So Kirk says something right. like even more advanced yeah. than your people, Spock. Or right. Something exactly. Like that. Yeah. So, which... they, they also notice that each of the rooms, or I believe they actually refer to them as cells, yeah. mm-hmm. is burst out from the inside right. of this derelict right. ship, as though maybe people are trying to escape or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. All very ominous uh, facts leading up to some mystery. Yep. Right. Scotty says something like, oh, they must have been in an accident because there's a lot of damage to the ship. Right. And then Spock says something like, uh the systematic nature of how every single one of these cells is burst would imply that this was probably intentional. Right. Perfect. Like they destroyed it. Whoever was on the ship destroyed their ship on purpose. Bum, bum, bum. Which kind of leads you to think that maybe they wanted to do this for, you know, well, we don't, we don't know yet, (laughs) but, um, so they, right. They, uh, (laughs) they, they find a locked, well, not the room's not locked yet. They find a, Mm -hmm. uh, chamber. Um, from the control room, yeah, I believe. Yeah, and I love this part yeah. because without a lot of talking, Spock just like shoots at it. It was like <laughs> it was just it was very much just like oh here's a lock I'm just gonna shoot it and it opened and it was just really <laughs> funny like just like I think he would talk yeah. about it more though before doing that but no nah. yeah. uh, <laughs> he's a loose cannon he, yeah he's a hacker <laughs> with his phaser lead lead, lead hacker. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they discover that the ship is absorbing and collecting all forms of energy. Yeah. Uh, electricity, yes. heat, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then while they're in the control room trying to figure out what's what, yeah, they feel uh, the presence of something trying to get into the control room. Yeah, it's being, like, kind of like yeah breaking down one of the doors. Yeah, the, the door they just came through. Electricity, maybe. Right. Yeah, the, I, the door that came through locks, and then there's pulsating something pulsating energy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Which um, I thought was strange because this thing could have gotten to them at any time. Time. Right. But that's fine. Yes, <laughs> but we don't know that yet. <laughs> right, exactly. At, in this point of the story, right. it's just a mysterious, ominous terror, right. whatever. Right. Yeah, right. no. If you go back and like think about what the whole episode's <laughs> about, this does not make any sense. Right. But let's just gloss over that. And that's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, totally cool with that. uh, well, well I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe it is more advanced, so it's harder to whatever. We'll, we'll get into that. It's fine. Okay. I just so, yeah. realized the giant discrepancy. So a physical entity is trying to beat the door down. It's we find not, out. Well, it is dis- decidedly not physical. You think it, right. you think it is. Right. Right. Well, they, they don't know what it is yet. Anyway, right, okay. exactly. So okay. yeah. while while they realize something is trying to break into the control room, mm-hmm. Spock hacks a computer. <laughs> Once again, he's Hack the source. lead hacksaw. <laughs> and, yep. and it's so good because uh, Bones is just like, oh, my God, hurry up. Yeah. And then Spock, as always, is just like, shut up, Bones. You're yeah. retarded. Yeah. Tells him like, like patience is a virtue. Patience or yeah. like is that. a virtue. Yeah, <laughs> which was yeah. which, 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 like, which was great. I feel so bad for Bones because he he's just wrong, and that's his whole role. He's the wharf of the original series. Everything. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone tells everyone disagrees with him True. and tells him no. True, but he does as well. So kind of right. like yeah. yeah. So so Spock hacks into the computer and translates this weird message that they've been receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the message reads, danger, danger, the dead star, we are being drawn to it. Rather than carry this malevolent, malevolent, oh, wow, I Ma- have been drinking too much. That's fine. <laughs> Rather than carry this malevolent life form to other go. worlds, we have decided to destroy our own ship. There is no other answer. If you understand this message, you are protected only for this moment in this room. Yeah. The thing it wants and then an explosion. Right. It breaks through the door. Now, kind of intense. No, that was that was very intense. And also yes. a very good reading as well. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> here's where this scene kind of gets, gets chaotic because the mm-hmm. door breaks down. The screen yes. explodes. And they're it very does. And they're, and they're immediately beamed out um, because I guess they could get a lock on them now since the door was down. Is that what? Yes. Immediately yes. after the explosion, they were able to beam them out and to safety. OK, because yes, I guess we didn't. A lot happens didn't right there. That. Yeah, we didn't oh, mention yeah. that when they enter the room, they lose contact with the ship. Yes. yes. We didn't mention that yeah. earlier. Yeah, they're lose oh, comms yeah. and yeah. transporter contact. And we also oh. forgot to mention that the race that shows up on the screen is like this blue giant bug thing it's it, uh it is it the scariest furby <laughs> could be it that's looks that's sort of what like, i'm getting mm-hmm. it looks sort of like a a cross between a fly and the green aliens from a toy story yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah but it's that's blue, true. not green. But it, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So anyway, so this is a thing far advanced beyond our technology. Yes. Saying the only way is to abandon your ship and give up because there is no other answer. Right. Pretty ominous. It, mm-hmm. Pretty much. I like I like the premise. Yeah. I'm I'm fully invested at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I was as well. So, <laughs> so yeah. We're, we're right now there with you. we're now beamed into the is it a what do we call it? Uh, transport transport transporter bay, room. Yeah. Transport mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. So we get uh the all the main characters beamed into the transporter room. Yep. But there's an extra green cloud entity. Yes, there is. Next to them. Yes, there is. And I, and, oh, sorry, which is my absolute favorite favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it's, Kirk. It's pretty good. Kirk screams, <laughs> transport it back out. But then he runs smart. over. He runs over yeah. to the person operating the transporter bay. I don't know that guy's name. He has a mustache. Yeah, yeah, his name's Kyle. Okay, he basically he, he doesn't punch him. He it's like pretty shoved. close to a punch. It's pretty close to a he punch. He shoves him out of the way violently yeah. and then tries to beam the bad guy out. Yeah. As though the guy whose job it is wouldn't <laughs> be able to do it faster. In fact, you could argue that's probably why the thing did not leave the ship. Because Kirk, Kirk is an idiot. Yeah. No, that was <laughs> I saw that and I, I laughed because that was really funny. You know, Good leaders know how to delegate tasks, Kirk. Exactly. So good. <laughs> um, and what's what's crazy now is that now we're in... It's almost in the, this is like the, the end of the episode, of the actually. Episode. <laughs> um, yeah. There's like five minutes left. Um, <laughs> so this this green thing, I didn't write down any of its quotes, but it was pretty hilarious that it like spoke English mm-hmm. and like uh, was kind of like a like a... It's Dapper s- gentleman, like I have your ship it's now. Sort of <laughs> sounded like a Dalek from Doctor Who, a little bit, a little bit, okay. yes, a little definitely. bit Daleky. He's also I, a magnetic organism. Yeah, I don't know. I can forgive it because it had been trapped on this ship of like far advanced technology. Yeah, from the original, the Furby guys, right? Who could be translated to, into English? There you go. So, yeah. So, I'm just going to go ahead and just, uh, just say that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Oh, yeah. No, it, work, it works for me, too. I just thought his voice was so just funny. So, this, this green thing disappears into the lights in the ceiling mm-hmm. before Kirk yes. can transport it out. Yep. Yep. So, about that, they find out later um, through a piece of dialogue with Spock that at first, doesn't make any sense. So he says, uh, uh, Kirk asks, what are we dealing with, Spock? Mm-hmm. And Spock replies with, high rank probabilities, Captain. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Um, and then he goes on to describe that it is a magnetic organism without mass, but capable of symbiotic relationship with a host body, a starship, for instance. Right. So essentially, this thing has now become partnered with the entire ship including its computer and control system which i thought was pretty cool yeah that's actually yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool that's like Life a form. legit bad guy yeah. for star trek and didn't they de- yeah didn't they describe it like the 
the entity is the brain and the ship is now its body. Is that kind of what they said? Something like that? Uh, yeah. They took so it says, a few different ways. Yeah. If you wrote it down, go ahead and take it. Uh, yeah. So it says it is a form of primal energy and it can utilize the electronic control systems yeah. of a starship, like the mind of go. a man who uses the neural control systems of a human body. It's kind That's of a right. good analogy, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And um, I want to say wait, it, it was Spock? Spock that said, like, basically, it's treating us as though we're just random, like, white blood cells in its blood system. Right. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of in charge, and we're just kind of along, carrying out its wishes. Along for the ride. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like that that trope showed up in a TNG episode or two, but I can't recall off the top of my head um, well, where the ship's computer systems yes. get taken over. There, well, there's one that the computer starts to think for itself. But um, yes. this was 20 remember. years before that. Sure. Yes, that's right, true. Yeah, absolutely. So this, so this episode gets the credit. Oh, sure. Totally. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it just reminded uh, me of something that oh, yeah, I no, that, that one is pretty um, similar, yeah, to the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I so um, I believe the alien's first uh order slash command, whatever you want to call it, is it turns off the life support systems. Mm-hmm. Uh so the crew starts freaking out. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I didn't do that. Why what's what's going on? Right. And then the Enterprise phasers or zaps or shoots, whatever you want to call it, the old ship yep. just out of existence right it's gone now and then i believe it's mm-hmm. sulu says i didn't do that captain right, I th- like, <laughs> the ship's doing that on itself because i th- yeah because i think kirk was like what what the hell did you do well not 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 hell but like who who yeah. fired yeah 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 pretty pretty spooky mm-hmm. stuff you know now this part made me laugh when the laser started to zap from the ceiling and started to yes shoot people so i thought that trivia. was like the best defense ever <laughs> Trivia, I think this is the first and possibly only appearance of that defense mechanism on the ship. It's called, it's like a a bridge defense system. Uh So it's this disco ball of lasers that drops from the ceiling and then shoots lasers in all kinds of directions. And I think it's meant to be, you know, if someone boards the bridge or something. Right. You still have to take them out. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's actually pretty smart. (laughs) It's what they needed. Yeah. That's right. But so except they start taking out all the good guys. Yeah. Is not only talking yeah. through this thing, but is now also demanding everyone obey it. Right, or else. Slut. Or you get zapped. Which doesn't seem to really look do a lot. <laughs> it looks painful, yeah. but that's about it. Yeah. At best. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone, it it seems to be a deterrent. I'm gonna say it's not that painful because Kirk takes it quite a bit. Oh, no, 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 time out, time out. He's no. a tough guy, In- human. Incorrect. <laughs> okay. You're talking about when he has a force field oh, on him. yes, I'm sorry, yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right. No, 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 Take, taking that shit right yeah. to the skin, yeah. that's that's no fun. Okay. This not, also does not feature life support belts. It does. Which we didn't which talk I about, so they use that hilarious. to boil yeah. dealership. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's well speaking belt. of that, okay, so Kirk asks Spock if he can, like, jury rig a force field Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. of one of the life support belts yes and spock's like yeah it'll be kind of small but i can do it so obviously you know that's going to be like the key to the whole episode but whatever right Mm -hmm. um so what happens next 
Uh, oh, oh, so so Kirk just kind of guesses the correct answer. It's like Kirk says, uh, it, this alien must need a starship to break the magnetic pull that the dead star has on it. Right. And then automatically that this is when we first hear the alien say, that's right. I need a star yeah. trip, the st- <laughs> a starship to break the magnetic pole. Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, now we know everything that's going on. We got you. Yeah. Um, so when the when the crew first defies the aliens orders, that's when uh, laser ceiling starts shooting everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so automatically they're all on board for everything he says. Right. Because why wouldn't you be? Because it's pretty scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now uh, I was a little confused because it. I assume they think that the alien can't see what they're doing. I guess. Well, no, it must because it knew what Kirk was doing. Well, it, it, it knew where well, Kirk was because it was. Uh, so so going into the end game, I, I would call it um, Kirk like huddles over the flight panel. And well, but before that, he places a life the 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 thing that Spock rigged up, yeah, the, the, like the force field thing, right, right. He places it on the console that controls the something or another, right. Mm-hmm. The manual override warp to tell it where to go, basically. Thingamajig, yeah, right. So it's and so yeah, so it's it's him and the belt on the station, right? Yes, the force fields around him. Well, so he convinces the alien that he needs to manually override a thing. Okay. I must have missed that part. And then the alien says, okay, fine, do it. Okay. And then he just does the opposite, but at the same time grabs the life life belt force field. Right. And as soon as the alien figures out that Kirk has betrayed him, he starts zapping him with the pain taser or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But... He has the force field, so he's taking it for like good, like thirty seconds. The, Just like, oh, whatever. The way that he was and, taking it was really funny looking. It, it, <laughs> it like, just the, it, I don't want to like. He was like bent over, kind of like taking it in that kind of way. Yeah, it just looked kind wow. of that sense. Looked, I missed that. It completely. looked really funny to me because he's like bent over the console, like do we, lasers did going we skip? near his butt. I don't know. It, it was just funny. Did we skip the part where Scotty gets stuck slash rescued? Did we skip over that part? Was Scotty, it Scotty or McCoy? Oh, we totally skipped know. that part. But yeah, Scotty so gets pinned at some down. Point, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Scotty gets pinned. Oh, yeah, that in was like Scotty? a tube. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know why that happens. Which but is hilarious. No, that part was really but funny. The only reason. Yeah. The only yeah. reason I brought it up is because the sound effect they use for when like they pull him out and the yes yeah the thing that hit the ground is from the Flintstones. Oh really? <laughs> it's like a very popular That's sound awesome. effect for when stuff hit the ground in the Flintstones. So go back and watch everybody. That it's on great. the soundboard, that noise is marked "boing." Of course, yes. <laughs> I hope so. Yes. yes. Absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, all right. I was waiting all episode to, to mention oh, that. So thank you. Please continue. So um, <laughs> Kirk asks Spock if he can calculate the slingshot effect. There you go. That's what I was thinking of. In his mind. Right. Because if they use the computer, obviously the alien's going to know. No, right. Mm-hmm. So Spock's like, yeah, I got that. Of course no you can. problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's the best in the world. No problem. 
Uh, so that's what. So Kirk sends the ship into a free fall toward the dead star. Straight to the star, yeah. But the thing thinks that it's going to crash into the star. Yeah, the alien has been trying to get away from the right. star for 300 million years at least. So he's like, fuck that, because I don't want to stay here anymore. But he has no other options. So. Right. Or or Ooh, or die. On. OK, so I mean, I'm so sorry. I missed a thing that I had to bring up. OK. And I don't remember when it happened, but Spar- uh, Spock warned that this alien could reproduce by mitosis. Oh. Mm-hmm. And could, you know, take over entire planets. That's right. Because essentially it told it told the Enterprise to go head a head toward the center of the galaxy Mm -hmm. to absorb whatever. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you know what mitosis is, that's not a sentence that makes any sense. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That is a form of cellular division that... What maybe they wanted it to like split off, like it's gonna like split into a bunch of things, yeah. I guess maybe they were thinking of asexual reproduction, yeah. Yeah. Even even if that was the case, why, how would Spock have demised that? Not demised, I don't know, that's the word, devised (laughs) alcohol. All right, um, all right, so so he's like, hey, Kirk, like, don't give in to this guy's demands and Kirk is just like, yeah, thanks Spock. I know it was, it was (laughs) such a good, it was so good. Yeah. So anyway, so now we're in like free fall going toward this dead star Mm -hmm. and the alien starts freaking out. The alien is like, no, what, what are you doing? You can't sacrifice the ship and all that kind of stuff. It was was legitimately good. Well, he was pissed off. He didn't, he he didn't want to go back. You know what I mean? It's definitely got. He definitely had some obey, obey, obey. Yeah, sort yeah. of. And the the, he the lasers are screaming. The obey. lasers are just constant lasers. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's it is a laser right into light Kirk. show. It's yeah. It's an eighties Pearl Jam oh. lasers light show. <laughs> Pearl, so Pearl Jam good. is nineties. I'm, I'm yeah, feeling my bad. more like I couldn't think like, of. A, that's fine. Let Led Zeppelin Led is Zeppelin. like there you go taking yeah. over light light laser light shows. Anyway, so yeah, uh, so the alien now so that we're plummeting toward the dead star. It's been trying to get away from mm-hmm. forever. Decides, oh man, these guys are suicidal. I got to get off this ship. Right. So he he gets off the ship and gets sucked into the dead star. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Kirk uses the slingshot. Slingshot. <laughs> yeah. The end. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yep. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so that the uh, the horizon of the dead star turns green, which is what the alien right. was. Um, yes. And then you see the Enterprise yes. swoop back around and immediately just whoosh, like slingshot like like it said yeah and it's so sad because the alien is like please don't leave me i'm so lonely yeah yeah this, he's like this it's so was lonely. Le- legitimately the most emotional ending to any episode i've seen so far sure it was it was really? sad it was legit sad because okay first of all the enterprise crew make the correct and cold-hearted decision right. to just stare down this alien that had put them in danger they had to as it as it begs for mercy yep because this thing is just like don't leave me alone please yeah. 
please. So lonely. And listeners, and that is a like, great rendition. That's exactly how it sounds in the episode. Yeah, perfect. Great job, Legitimately Dan. feel for yeah, this alien. I did. And put in its predicament, I totally am rooting for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because well, yeah. it has been literally, like, has had no outside influence in longer than humans have been around 300 million years that's a long time to be alone and it got this one shot yep and they tricked slash scared him out of his only possible escape and he he may as well be there for another for 500 million years as long as he ever knows it's forever and he is he's he's begging and he's sad and it's He's just and they don't even look back. His one chance get away, and it's not even that they don't look back. They're staring at him while he begs. Right? Yeah, but in the rearview mirror, that's how no, they're staring at him. No, they're looking at him beg, and they make no reaction as right. he accepts his terrible fate. And we we can't only tell twenty two minutes. That's that's true. And we we can't <laughs> yeah. tell if their if their death stares are the animation or if they just. Animated them to look stone true. cold, but I, I like to true. think and that they look stone cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, yes. Right. And that's the thing I love the most about this episode is that there's no like side conversation of like, you know, there's no like Troy saying right. like, I wonder if we should have like taken care of this thing. No, everyone is just like, <laughs> fuck that yeah. thing. It almost killed us. I hope it dies and not even yep. soon. Peace out. I hope it dies slowly <laughs> for the next hundred million years. Yep. We win. Go humans. Yep. And Mic drop. Then it ends. Well, I actually, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's not. They're actually, the crew isn't even all human. There's that weird yeah. orange creature. Mm-hmm. I uh, named Wait. Alec. He don't give a Alec? fuck either. A- Eric. Yeah. Eric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it has any lines. They just threw it in because they Could can because it cool. it's animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was such like a badass way to end the story. Mm-hmm. I love it. It was a very Kirk way to end the story. It was mm-hmm. very, very. Absolutely. Because like Picard would have found something been... to help it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It only yeah. would have been more Kirk if he would have punched a woman in the face there you go. and then had sex there with her. There you it. go. Like, that right. could have made it more Kirk. I would have, but I would have exactly. loved it. It was still pretty Kirk. But I, and I, I well, love it. It was just so good because, like, they, they look at it. They're like, it's begging for mercy. Yeah. And then Kirk just goes, like, star lug this. Moving on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, the credits roll. Say, yeah. Like, I, it's I so good. I love the ending because it, it, it ends how it starts where it was, and we're back to star charting. And that's and that's and that's how it is. It's like none of this happened, and they just don't care, and it's great, and yeah. I loved it. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It was very seventies, very like Anna Barbera, but also very mm-hmm. awesome. Is yeah, it was yeah. it was good. I'll, I will watch more of these. Yeah, like just just for fun. Definitely Hanna Barbera feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm got- not I'm not there, but it's definitely better than what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see more for sure. I th- like I said, on the on the grand scheme of all the things I love about Star Trek, I would say it's very in the middle. It's very sure. okay. Especially because the original series is not my favorite. And, mm-hmm. you know, it has a much slower feel than a lot of the later series. But I it was it surprised me at how decent it was. Um Me too. So yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to maybe reviewing more for, for the podcast. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect, but it was it was of a quality that I was like, okay, someone took this seriously. And I mm-hmm. that's all I really needed. You know, yeah, like, sure. 
Um, it's a good way to think about it. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Dan, do you have any yeah. uh, deep dives? Uh, so the only research I found was, uh, uh, one of the background artists, Robert Klein mm-hmm. was talking about how hard it was to please Gene Roddenberry mm-hmm. about the That's insect, right. the insectoid ship. Uh huh. And now he said it literally took him 100 tries to get it right. Okay. Wow. I don't know how much I believe that, <laughs> but either way, yeah. it kind of points to Gene Roddenberry being a jerk about this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing is that there were two air dates. Okay. Uh, hmm. that there was one, uh, September 8th of 1973. Mm-hmm. Um, but that in Los Angeles, they had to move it back a few months because George Takei was running for city council in LA hmm. oh. and there are equal time rules. So they couldn't have advertised a thing that he was a part of. Because he was running for an elected spot. Oh, that's kind of a wow. cool fun fact. So, that's so that's neat. they yeah. delayed it yeah. until December 22nd. I didn't know that that was a and thing. I guess that makes sense. Huh. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. I had no idea. That's a so cool, wait, that's a cool Does that cool mean when Arnold ran for governor for California, they couldn't show any like Arnold movies on TV until? I Honestly, I would I, imagine so. Wow. I would imagine. I mean, how yeah. do you handle not having Predator on like, on like FX for like... Every like, day. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I'll go crazy. <laughs> oh my god, speaking of, really I met cool. someone today who had never seen Terminator. Oh, just he was like too young. Oh god. And I wanted to barf. Are they a, <laughs> like... a living person? Come on. Boo. <laughs> I know. I know. That's funny. And you know, in in the context that he was an adult human male. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, he, oh uh, no. <laughs> he fails. Um That's right. <laughs> well, no, those those are very awesome, awesome deep dives. Thank you. Um yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, right. uh, Beth, was it worth the voyage? Yeah, I think so. Um, like I said, if you're unfamiliar with the series, I think it's totally worth giving a try. Mm-hmm. And it's a little different. And yeah, I I, th- I think it was definitely worth the voyage. Good. For sure. What about you guys? Awesome. Dan? Um, I think it was worth the voyage. Uh, if you take into account the kind of standard of animation of the 70s, yeah. mm-hmm. this was For legitimately sure. an enticing story, and I liked it a lot. Awesome. Which blows my mind for <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. And I don't think they ever should have gone back to live action. Oh, interesting and idea. Yeah. Wow. Newman. <laughs> uh, yeah. I... I uh, not only liked it, it will prompt me to watch more of the show um, just for fun. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a handful, really, which is kind of a shame. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have read on like Memory Alpha that there's there's some legit, like really, really good episodes. There's one called Yesteryear that's supposed to be like really good. So I'm going to watch that. Cool. I'm going to watch that one next hmm. um, where Spock goes back to help his younger self. It's supposed to be like legit good. Oh, neat. Um Cool. So yeah, I was I was I was all about it. I I love I love the campiness. I love the mm-hmm. I love the animation. I think it's very very like nice and fresh for that era. Um, plus, just sci fi cartoons are fun in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's not in, do, enough of them. So do we know is do we know how many of the uh, episodes we've ever done got three worth the voyages? Oh goodness, there have been a few. 
I know that. Oh, okay, okay. Not a lot, though. I know that Course Oblivion, the one where the fake Voyager crew, I think we all gave that a yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. Um, that one had a very silver, very blood. emotional end- ending as it well. Did. It did. Yeah. So our formula has to be sad at the end, and it usually yeah. <laughs> gets a pass. For us to so, like it. <laughs> I, I, I like I've it. been meaning to go back and like make a little chart of the... There's a super fan out there who wants to take the time to, uh, um, to make, a, make chart a chart of our us. yes and no's. Yeah. Uh, please do. Yeah, but this one got this one got three yeses. Um, crazy. And speaking of super fans, I think uh, you all wanted to. Oh say yeah, something. we wanted to give a special shout out to super fan Catherine uh, because first of all, uh, she actually uh, took me and Beth out and showed us legitimately good episodes of Star Trek. Nice, which I'd always heard about. <laughs> we actually saw they them. do exist <laughs> yes obviously yeah. we didn't make a podcast about it because too bad yeah. <laughs> but uh she is it she just moved and is embarking on a new chapter in her life so best of luck to her yeah awesome good luck on your five-year your five-year mission Catherine. yes yes your, <laughs> thanks your for next, being a super your man. next mission second star to right and straight on to morning Catherine. That's right. <laughs> um, Catherine, I never met you, but thank you for, for, for listening. And uh, I believe you made fan art recently on, and you posted it yes. on Twitter and it was fantastic. Yes. So, so thank you. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, what do we have in the All works, right. Newman? What are we doing next? Um, so this was not the start of season three. So next episode is the official start of our third season. Uh, we're oh, we're yeah. talking about justice. Ooh. From season one of the Next Generation, uh, so excited! That is the kind of episode that we do this show for. Like, if 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 anything, I love it for the fashion of the planet that they go to. Alone. We, I kind of want to just talk about the fashion. Like it, it is amazing. Is this is this a western? No, it's a, no. Oh, okay. It's a right. it's a Wesley centric episode. Um, uh, I can't wait. So, that yeah, it's uh, I'm looking forward to some of these upcoming next gen episodes. So, I'm so excited to be getting back to next yeah. gen. Um, yeah, yeah just yeah. just throwing that out there. So, Very excited about three. it. So yeah, I love this episode. Let's crush that crush. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so um, if I were a super fan mm-hmm. or wanted to become a super fan, yes. how would I reach us? You know, great thing that you mentioned that we have. A Twitter account, and you can tweet at us at Make It So So Cast. You can find us on the web at Make It So So Podcast.com. Or you can email us at Make It So So Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and please do. Um, you know, tell tell your if you have a friend who likes Star Trek, you know, spread the word. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, or or even better, one that doesn't. There you go. Yeah. There, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's kind of what the show is for, in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. um, cool. I think that's See it, guys. You on season three. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm season three. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. We'll see you. All right. We'll see you on the other side, everybody. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.